Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. 1 Corinthians chapter 14. Verse 1, follow after charity and desire spiritual gifts, but rather that you may prophesy. Amen. God is telling us that this year we must desire after spiritual gifts and that we must prophesy. Amen. All right. Now, Verse 5, I would that ye all speak with tongues, but rather that ye prophesied, for greater is he that speaketh with tongues, except he interpret that the church may receive edifying. Amen. Now, one of the very important things about um, our spiritual walk is that the word of God cannot be lowered for you in particular. The standards of the word of God. Amen. It cannot be changed. If, if, the, if the qualification for going to heaven is to jump, high jump or five feet. In your case, we can't change it to three feet. How many understand what I'm saying? Just because you've come. Okay. So that is what we are being forced to do in the church. As we keep changing, are you there? The heights by which people have to jump in order to enter the kingdom of heaven. And that is why you have somebody who owns a disco and the person becomes a Christian and continues to run the disco and bring offerings from the disco to church. Okay? Do you understand what I'm saying? Or somebody becomes a Christian and the person used to have a drinking spot, and then the person continues to maintain a drinking bar, all right, as his business, and he still comes to church. Or somebody is um, doing uh, pornography films, and I mean, having sex on a film, and so on, and you still continue to do all these things because it is lucrative. And the pastor is also very happy to have your money. All right? Is that not so? How many will agree that what I'm saying is so? So in your case, instead of maintaining five feet, we bring it down to two feet. Okay? Or maybe you have two wives. And then you should probably have only one wife. But because you are such an important person, we have, in your case, we can't see that you have two wives. What do you think? Now, all these examples, I have seen some before. I know somebody who had a disco when he became a Christian. He rather became a prominent member in the charismatic church. Do you understand? Instead of, I mean, stopping his disco practice. 
I know people who have all kinds of things. That is why today people are famous and they do bad things openly, right? And, and so on. And you have people who come to the church advertising beer. You know, in a church, we don't, we don't, we, we, we don't, we are not supportive of beer drinking. Okay? We, we, don't, we don't support it. And I will not advise anybody to drink beer or alcohol for that matter. I'm not saying that if you taste alcohol, it's a, it's, you have committed a sin. But I'm saying what the Bible says. Woe to him that giveth his neighbor drink. So woe to club beer and woe to star beer and woe to Guinness and all these companies which are giving their neighbors a lot of drink. Woe to them. Okay? So I'm just trying to say that God has not changed his standards for Christianity. It's not that in your case, because you earn so much, you shouldn't pay tithes. One day I asked somebody, have you paid tithes? He looked at me, he looked up and down. He said, do you know how much I earn? I mean, he, he was so rich that he, he laughed at the idea that I would even suggest that somebody like him should pay tithes. It's like, do you think I can bring so many dollars to the church? To a church? So he asked, do you know how much I earn? I should pay tithes. He just laughed. So ladies and gentlemen, God's word does not change for you. God has not reduced it to three feet in your case. And the rest of us, six feet. Okay? Now let me just say something. How many can do high jump? What, what level can you jump up to? What, is it, what do you think you can do? How many can do three feet? At the back, can you do three feet? Three feet is like to here. How many can do three feet? At the back, can you see me? Can you do three feet? Good. How many can do four feet? Which are four feet about here. Can you jump over four feet, all of you? The way I see some of you, I, I, I'm not so sure. How many can do five feet? Five feet will be about here. How many cannot do five feet? Okay, can I tell you what I can liken God's word to? God's word is like jumping six feet, which is here. It's like jumping my height. That's how God's word is. I will not lie to you. But Jesus Christ never lowered the standards in order to get more followers. Never. He never said it's three feet so that you'll be happy. He said, if anyone come unto me and hate not his father, his mother, his wife, his children, his brothers, his sisters, yea, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. He never changed it. If somebody really wanted followers, he could have given a more reasonable offer. You want to be my disciple? No problem. Just register. Register and you are a member. That is how easy it is to join the charismatic church today. Just write your name and you are a member. You can be a thief. 
You can be a liar. You can be a fornicator. You can be an immoral person. You can be whatever. You can join. We want more people. But God is telling us there's a standard to be a Christian. Take up your cross and follow Jesus. Shout amen. Amen. Just like when you are shouting amen for prosperity and a blessing for the year. Shout amen. Now turn with me to Mark chapter 10. 20, 23. And Jesus, when he was talking to the rich man, he said, How hardly shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God? All right? And his disciples were astonished. They were amazed. Jesus was saying, anyone that has riches, it's going to be difficult. And think about somebody like me. My father was the owner of a hotel. I don't come from a poor home. I've never lived in poverty. If you like, relative to, to normal Ghanaian standards, I've lived as a rich person from childhood. You get it? And the Bible says, hardly shall anyone who has riches. I went to a good school. I became a doctor. Okay? This, this, not, this not hardships. These are not hardships. These, these, these are what we are calling blessings these days. We have used a spiritual word to describe earthly, earthly things. I'm not from a poor house. Some people can preach to you and tell you how they were very poor and they didn't have soap. I had soap. I had soap in my house all the time. I've, I've bathed with hot water since I was a baby. When I was a baby, I was bathed with hot water. At all, my, at all ages, I've bathed with hot water. Yeah, secondary school, I don't know. <laughs> See, the Bible is saying that it is difficult impossible for somebody to have Peter had his own boat look recently I talked to somebody who went to buy a canoe he bought a canoe with an outboard motor and I was asking him how much how much is it in fact you need to be rich to get a canoe because they, they use, use an articulator to bring it from wherever they carve it out of a huge tree you need a lot of and to buy the outboard motor, you need millions. And then you have to employ all these guys. And they'll go fishing. When they get a lot of fish, they'll go to Abidjan, Ivory Coast, and sell it and come back after seven days and say they didn't get anything. <laughs> you need to be rich. Peter and all these guys, they were people, not that they were fantastically rich, but they had something. And relative to there are always people who have nothing. So when Jesus said, if anybody has riches, he cannot enter, then they were surprised. They, said, they were astonished. And he repeated it. Look at it and see. He repeated. He said, I am emphasizing. Are you there? They were astonished. His disciples were astonished in verse 24. Now Jesus went on and he answered. He said, children, how hard it is it for them that trust in riches to enter the kingdom of God? Wow. Then he went on and he said, It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God. Now they became even more amazed because they, they knew who they were. 
verse 26. And they were astonished out of measure. I mean, they, this means, this means it, uh, they were so amazed that it, it, they were, I, I don't know, how to, they were amazed beyond description, imagination. Saying among themselves, who then? Who then can be saved? It means we cry, we cannot be saved. Who then can be saved? Nobody can be saved. Jesus, the way you are saying it, nobody can, nobody can be saved. Nobody can be saved. But what did Jesus say? And Jesus looking upon them said, with men. With men. It is impossible. But not with God. For with God. With God. With God. All things are possible. All things are possible with God. That is why God does not bother to tell you to jump three feet. He will still say six feet. But he is going to come and help you to jump over the six feet. Hallelujah. God, God does not have to change it for you. He will still maintain the six feet calling. Okay, the six feet high jump. You say, everybody who follows me must jump six feet. Then you say, how can it be? And I said, it's, yes, it's true. It's not possible with men, but with God. With God, all things are possible. What you cannot do, with God, you can do it. And I came today to give you good news. Hallelujah. Are you ready to shout a little bit? God has good news for you. With God, what you couldn't do, you can do. I said, you can do. I said, you can do. You can do. Lift your hand, say, I can do. Say, you can do. Say, we can do. Amen. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. So from today, you can pay tithes. Think about how you've been stealing from God. Chopping God's money. Seven years since you became a Christian, you, have not, you are not a consistent tithe payer. You just occasionally throw in some tips. And also, when we, when we calculate how much you earn and how much you really pay as tithes, you are not really paying tithes. And if it happens that you don't come to church for some time, you don't really pay tithes. But when you come back eventually to church, you expect to see us standing up there. Preaching. How, how are we supposed to eat if you don't pay tithes? Pazzi, how do you expect me to eat if you don't pay tithes? Where, should, where will I get money if you don't pay tithes? Your, my income comes from your tithes. I eat your tithes. That's what I eat to, to, to live. Yeah. <laughs> the tithe belongs to the pastor to eat. Are there a jive from us in church? Huh? We, we've, got to, we've got to move on. Are you listening? Yeah. From today, you can stop fornicating, okay? Young man, it's possible. It's possible. I mean, with men, it's not possible. The way you are. Psychedelic Christian brother, it's not possible to change. But with God, you, 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 you can be straight. Sister, it's possible to stop it. You know what I'm talking about. Tell her you know what he's talking about. There's no need for him, to, for him to say it in the church. You can stop it. Some of us ladies, we always have a different boyfriend. Even as you are getting older, more older ones are coming. Older boyfriends. 
forgive. <laughs> it's possible. It's possible to. It's possible. I know naturally it's not possible, but with God, I said with God, I said with God, it's possible to forgive. How many know that it's difficult to forgive sometimes? Sometimes it's impossible to forgive. Impossible. Some of you have a grudge against President Rawlings. But with God, you can forgive him for whatever he has done. Okay, I mean, there's no need to, to have a grudge against him or a grudge against NDC or a grudge against MPP. Oh. With God, it's, it's possible to. I, 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 I should have a grudge against them. I should have a grudge against them. I don't have a grudge against them at all. At all. I can vote for them if I, if I look at them. The guy, this one is better than this one. Oh, why not? <laughs> it depends. But I should have a grudge. President Rollins and his group arrested my father twice for nothing. Threw him into prison, filmed him in prison, brought it on television, TV news. They brought him on TV, combing his hair. They filmed him in uh, Nima police station. They took pictures of him for electricity bill. I should have a, and he died after that. He became sick and died. In fact, when he died, it was in the news. He was Mills die, uh, dead. Headlines. His blood is on them. That was the headlines in the news. I should have a grudge. I don't have, I don't have a grudge against them. But with, with, because with God, it's possible to do whatever is impossible. What do you think? Huh? With God, it's possible to pray for hours. You, you, you can't pray, but with God it's possible to pray. I'm telling you. You can't read the Bible. The Bible is the greatest sleeping pill that you could ever take. As soon as you read it, you are bored. You are lucky that I'm walking around. That's what's keeping you awake. If I was standing in one place, you'd fall asleep. <laughs> with God, it's possible to stay awake in church. With God... It's possible to join the choir or join a group in church and contribute. It's possible. With God, it's possible to become a partner of healing Jesus and support and help with extra money, extra beyond your tithes. Why do I say that? Because think of how much you spend on yourself. You don't even need God to waste your money on your life. Satan himself is called Beli Yahal. It's one of the names of Satan. It means to waste your life. He is there to make you waste all that you have earned. One of the things I've noticed are people who work diligently and they waste all that they have earned. Everything they've earned is dissipated in stupidity. It's possible. With God, you can become a minister. Look at yourself. 
look at the person next to you and say, I'm surprised that you can, you can become a pastor. I'm surprised that somebody just like you can become a pastor. You don't look like it, but they say with God, even you can become a pastor. Tell the person, they say, they say that with God, you can even become a minister. So it must be true. <laughs> are you excited that with God all things are possible? So what do we need more of this year? God. What do we need more of? God. God is what we need more of. We need to be stronger in God. We need to have more of God. We need to have our strength in God. God needs to be the strength of our life. It says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So the more of God you have, the more God will strengthen you. He'll make you strong. How many, sometimes you look at us in the ministry, it seems as though what we are doing is effortless. If I put you here and I say, preach now. You will be on your, on your trousers just now, on your skirt. Isn't it? But with God, it's very possible. God makes it possible. God makes it possible. Look at what we have been able to build. We, we didn't want, I didn't want to build it. I ran away from building this place for seven years. But God said, just build it now. And with God, we have been able to come this far. So brothers and sisters, all I want is more of God. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Psalm 27. God is going to strengthen you this year. And the more of God you have, the more... I, I, see, I sort of realize that it's spiritual strength that you need. You don't need political strength. You don't need to talk to human beings. You need spiritual strength to help you in the things that are practical in this life. You see, what you must realize is that there is a real spiritual component to everything you are doing. Everything you are doing is also spiritual. It is deceptive not to accept and acknowledge the reality of your spirituality. It's like your sexuality. We recognize it. That's why in schools, they have a place for boys and a place for girls. That sexuality is always remembered. How many realize that we are sexual? Do you know that we are sexual beings? Yes. That's why when you were in secondary school or in boarding school, you were not sleeping in the girl's house. The boys and the girls were not. Because it is a, a reality that is recognized. It is, acknowledged, it, is, it is added to the thinking. Always. What about your spirituality? Let us now add the reality that you are a spiritual being. And that what, what is happening to you spiritually is actually determining how things are becoming. That's why Jesus said, pray. Because the spirit, as for the spirit, is willing. But the flesh is going in another direction. So pray. Because the spirit wants to, but the flesh doesn't want to. So everything that we, we desire to accomplish and to be is linked to us being spiritual. Amen. Turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 14. Now, God is showing us how to become spiritual. Okay? He says, For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue, are you there? 
Okay? Speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him. Now, how many realize that it's time to stop talking to men? Because men, talking to men is not going to help you much. Let us, let us start talking to God. When you speak in a known tongue, you speak to men. But when you speak in the spirit, no one understands you. How be it in the spirit? Everybody lift your hand, say in the spirit out there. Say out there somewhere. In the spirit. In the spirit. He speaketh to God. Hallelujah. How many want to speak to God? How many want to talk to God about something? This is God's number. Speaking in tongues is God's phone number. That is his personal mobile number. Somebody asked me, can I have your number? My number is not important. Let me give you the real number that matters. God's number. I just spoke to God. I just spoke to God. Keep watching me. I may look stupid to you, but it is spiritual strength that has brought us to where we are. He, verse 3, He that prophesieth speaketh unto men to edification, to exhortation, and to comfort. Right? Now, listen, listen. Prophecy is when God speaks through a man. That's prophecy. And it doesn't have to start with, thus says the Lord. It just has to start. Okay? Are you there? Are you there? Good. Now, notice. Notice, everybody. Are you there? Verse 4. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifieth himself. Now, the word edify means to build up. Edify. So, when you speak in tongues, you build up yourself. You see, and where do you build up yourself? Your muscles, your biceps, your triceps, your, 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 what are these ones? Who is a doctor here who remembers his anatomy? These ones, you don't build them up. What is this one? Quadriceps. And, and, and all these gluteus maximus and gluteus, all these ones. Who, look, you are not building up these ones. He that goes to the gym buildeth up his biceps, triceps, latissimus dorsi, uh, trapezius muscles, gluteus maximus, quadribus, deltoid. The one over here is deltoid. All these, when you go to the gym, do this up, down, up, down, up, down, you build that place up. But when you speak in tongues, hey. huh? when you speak in tongues, there is a place, there is a part of you that is developed. So if you spend an hour every day, you spiritually become like a macho man. Very big. Now there are some big macho men. They are not strong at all, but at least they look strong. And people, some people like that appearance. Oh yeah. I got the muscles. That's my man. 
And such people sometimes they are bodyguards. Watch out. The person is strong. Don't try certain things. Because the bodyguards are there. Is that not so? The person is built up. What, is, what are the use of all these muscles? No shirt will fit you anymore. Yeah. Huh? You can't put on a tie. What is the use of all this? And people who do this weightlift, if they don't continue, it turns into fat and it becomes something. So most of them become fat with big pot bellies. I, I, I saw one, I see that the person is almost sick. What is the use of all these things that you have, you have done? And you realize that you are now more like a, a kind of animalistic something. Why don't you spend some time? Somebody asks, what are you doing? I'm building up myself. I'm building up my... I am better off with my spiritual strength than you are with your black belt of whatever. I know people who were black belt when I was in school. Who were black belts. <laughs> They, they had all these, they were cheating us. But I began to build up myself in the spirit. Praying in the Holy Ghost. You better marry somebody who, has, who is built up in the spirit than marry somebody who is built up with muscles. Physical, deltoid, uh, trapezius, uh, quadriceps, and uh, what are the, the hamstring muscles. And other flexor, uh, capus, honor, whatever, all the names, extensors and flexors and all kinds of man, you are building them up. You'll be better off with somebody who built up himself in the spirit. Somebody who can move into Arabic, then he's moving into Kuwait, then he's moving towards the east, then he's moving into Prefigia uh, uh, and other realms of the spirit. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm speaking in Tana, I sense that I've, I've moved into either Korea or Thailand or somewhere in the east. Sometimes I sense that I'm somewhere in Nigeria. Different places. I'll be speaking in tongues of men and tongues of angels. More than once I've had somebody coming to interpret my tongue. You were speaking this language. That happened to me more than once. And this is what you were saying in my language. I'm praying in the spirit. You'll be better off than somebody who can run 100 meters. Ready? Get set? Go! And he can run there. What is it of use? To, what, what does it do for you? Because these days we have cars, we have bicycles, we have aeroplanes. So when you can run fast, it's not something that is very helpful today. You can do karate and all these things. We have guns and other things to protect us. Barbed wires and so on. You cannot pass through with your muscles. 
Makota teyamano shende shemele sheme sheketaka kamo ketusa pale rumi ramana. Look, one day I met some about some guys. They, they didn't have wives. I said, brothers who don't have wives, see me. So they all came. As I saw them, they, I realized they were developing business, this, that. And as I looked at them, I said, I don't know if I told them, but I, re- I realized the reason why they don't have wives, they are not spiritual. So when you are not spiritual, eh, you see, the Bible said, because of the anointing, the virgins do love thee. You see, the virgins are attracted, virgins who? Not prostitutes, virgins are attracted to the anointing. <laughs> there's no oil on you there's no spiritual power look I'll show you a brother who is spiritual the spiritual leader he will never lack people who want to marry him more the sisters will be saying if I, if I say if you propose do you, we, 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 we like, when I proposed to my wife years ago oh it was just a drama that I was doing. I knew that it was I mean just I was I was not I was not worried or concerned. It was I mean there are things I've been worried about in my life, but when I proposed I, I mean for one day I did I said I know that girl she's died already, Christ. She has fallen. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was born in the night, but not last night. <laughs> when you are spiritual, and you should have seen pictures of me in those days, I was more than Spider-Man. I was lean like a spider when you see me moving like that. <laughs> you will get people to like you because of the ointment and the oil. <laughs> <laughs> but you with all your business all your money all your bicep tricep latissimus dorsal you are doing muscles so many things you can run fast look we don't use running fast even the house there's no space to run he that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifieth himself show me a brother whom when you touch him you just touch him and Show me that brother. I would like to marry that brother. When you just think, wizards and witches will be afraid of you. Read verse 5. What does it say? He says, I would. What does it say? I would. That you all spoke with tongues. Paul says, I wish, I wish you were all praying on, when you, on, on, on Monday morning. I wish that all of you in your houses will hear the sound. Hush. Sometimes it's difficult to get the tongues out. Because huh. it's a stammering tongue. And Paul said, I wish all of you would do this every, mo- every morning. 
And then in the afternoon, Toshtapala, Patisto Topolebe. It gives you, it puts you at a certain place to fight and to win. My friend, with God, without God, it's not possible to be a businessman and be straight. But with God, you will never sell alcohol, but you will do well. You will open a hotel and you will not sell alcohol. I know Christians who have opened hotels. When it comes to alcohol, you see that they are selling. They join. It's like, we can't run the hotel if we don't sell alcohol. We can't run the hotel if we don't sell alcohol. You can, brother. It's that you are not strong. God has not lowered. For a Christian to be selling beer, your business you're earning, your money you earn is through selling of beer. Don't be surprised if one day God does this. And your hotel vanishes. And you also vanish from the earth. Don't be surprised. Do you know McDonald's is one of the best businesses in the world? They don't sell any alcohol there. It's possible. So in our hotel, we don't sell. If you don't like our hotel, go away. That's all. When you're going to do your engagement, there's no need for alcohol or your tradition or your custom. There's no need. Say, so we are pastors, we are Christians. Sorry, not in my house. My relative came to the house one day. She wanted to have beer in our house. So we cannot have, go and buy beer, send it, go and buy. You can't, you walk out of my house. You can't come to my house and order beer here. Walk out. Auntie or grand auntie, walk out. Can't come here to come and order beer. I didn't walk her out, but I'm saying that that is what should have happened. How do you come to my house to order beer? And the beer could not come. I cannot come to my house to drink beer. Why? But say, hey, but your relatives will be relatives. What are relatives going to do for you? Okay, you know what I'll try. Exchange God for your relatives. Keep your relatives and God will go. Or God will go and keep your relatives. If any man come unto me and hate not his father, listen to the list. Father, his mother, his wife, his children, his brothers, his sisters, yea, and his own life also. He cannot be my disciple. Luke 14 verse 26. Tell the person next to you, the man knows all about you. Tell the person next to you, the man knows all about you. Amen. All right. The next one, it says, I wish. Now, verse 6. If I come to you speaking with tongues, what, what shall I profit you? Except either by revelation or by knowledge or prophesying or doctrine. All right. Now, verse 12. Even so ye, for as much as you are zealous of spiritual gifts, seek that you may excel to the edifying of the church. In other words, you must desire to speak in tongues to the point where you are now a blessing to the church. Amen. Are you a blessing to the church? Or you are a member of the church? Have you excelled? in speaking in tongues to the point where you are now somebody who is edifying and helping the church 
No wonder you don't help the church in any way because you do not speak in tongues. You do not use the gifts. But if you use the gifts, a day will come when you, you excel to the edifying of the church. Amen. A day will come when you don't sleep in church. Come and you start just dozing. If you don't chew gum, you can't stay awake. You are so dull spiritually. But God wants to bless you and he wants to make you grow spiritually to the point where you become a blessing, not only to yourself, but first you have to build yourself up first. And then you can be a blessing to the church. Many of you cannot edify the church. No way, you cannot. You cannot. Don't even try. Because the way you are, you can't do anything in the church. The way you are, you can't help the church. You need to help yourself first. Okay? Okay, spiritually, you need to sort yourself out first. When you go on a plane, they will always say, when the, if the cabin pressure drops, the oxygen, whatever, will come out. Oxygen bags will come out from above. And then they tell you, if you are with children, first, don't look after the children. First, put on the oxygen mask on yourself first. Then after that, you put the oxygen mask on the children. Have you seen that? You see, you must first build up yourself. When you have built up yourself and you are stable, then you naturally progress to the point where you become a blessing to others. But if you yourself are dying from the lack of oxygen, how you, you, will, you will not even see your way to see the child. You'll be dead by the time you finish trying to find where the child is. Many of you, the reason why you are only Sunday attendees and you, you, you do not get involved in many other things is because you are spiritually like a tiny little baby. You are a tiny little baby. Spiritually. But when you build up yourself, you'll get to the point where you excel even in the spiritual gifts to the point where people are being blessed by you and by your salvation. Listen to what God told Moses. He said, tell Pharaoh, let my people go that they may serve me. Why did he say let my people go? Why did God set you free? That they may serve me. God wants his people to serve him. God wants his people to work for him. God wants to set you free that they may serve me. There is a reason for God setting you free. For God saving you. He said what? That they may serve me. That they may serve me on Monday. That they may serve me on Tuesday. They may serve me on Wednesday. Let my people go that they may serve me. I want them to serve me. God doesn't just want to be worshipped. He wants to be served. He wants to be served. He wants people to work for him. He wants people to be in his service and do things for him. Let my people go. Why do you think God set you free? Look at how many sinners there are in the world. And look at how blessed you are to sit in a church on Sunday morning. Why do you think God set you free, Louise? Why? It's time for you to excel to the point where you become a blessing to others. Excel to the edifying of the rest of the church. I have prayed in tongues for years and for hours. Now I'm a blessing. So that's why I'm preaching to you. I hope it's a blessing to you. I said, I hope it's a blessing to start. At least say yes. Even if you are not blessed, at least say yes. Amen. Amen. Be 
build up yourself. Listen to tapes, listen to CDs, read books as you are praying in tongues. Pray in tongues every day at least one hour. I tell you, huh, definitely, it will start to spill over. You start to speak words of life, not just political words and news and, and chatting about people's friends and beloveds and husbands and wives and just general frivolous chatting. You move to the point where you are a minister. Don't expect to come here for me to tell you how to be rich. There are a lot of seminars on how to be rich in town. Here, we are going to tell you how to be spiritual. How to be great in God. How to get your strength from God. That's our duty as pastors. That's our duty as a church. Expect when you go to the bank, you are looking for money. When you go to a pharmacy shop, you are looking for medicine. When you go to a hospital, you are looking for doctors. When you go to a church... You are looking for something spiritual, something from God. Don't come here expecting keys to be successful, economic keys and political keys. Come here to find God. Come here to learn how to develop and get further and further with God. And as you get further and further with God, all these things shall be added unto you. I don't have to talk about them. I don't have to talk about You will write to me and tell me, Bishop, uh, I just want to tell you, you know, I can't keep it. I can't keep it to myself. I've got to tell you how the Lord has blessed me. I didn't even pray for it. I see a platform in the spirit. God wants to set up a platform for you to stand on. A platform that cannot be moved from under your feet. Receive it in Jesus' name. God is showing me there are platforms that when you stand on, because somebody put you on that platform, he can move it from under your feet and you, your life is too shaky. But God wants to put you on a platform that he put you on. He strengthened you to stand on that platform and his blessing shall be real. I wish you all pray in tongues. How many are going to follow the wishes of Paul? I wish, I wish you all speak in tongues. Build up yourself in the Holy Ghost. There are certain demons that have harassed you. They are going to stop harassing you from this year. When you start building up yourself in the Holy Ghost, nobody is going to cast anything. The demon himself will go away because they look at you and they say, look, the way the guy is now, you better find somebody else to harass. When I went to Form 1, there was a guy in Form 1 with us. It was, he looked older. So I think they called him Methuselah, one of those names. But he was big and he was old and strong. They even used to tease him that his son was also in from one on the other side. It was just a joke. But the from two boys, they were very wicked from three, especially from one to three. They used to shout, one small boy! And we would run. Methuselah, originally, he, he would just get up and then go there. But one day, he looked at the from two boys who were shouting once more. The, the, from two boys, the very wicked, they would say, kill all the mosquitoes around here. Just find mosquitoes here. Do this. Eat. I mean, all kinds of useless jobs. 
and they just harass us. So we ran. When, 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 when the boy would be sitting in his trunk, and then he said, say, one small boy, and we say about eight of us, we all ran. One day, Methuselah, he looked at the boy, said, look, I am bigger than you. So he decided, I will not be controlled by you. So now they started to shout. One small boy, Methuselah just continued to do what he was doing. One small boy! He just looked at him. I can use my hand to clear you from there. Do you know what happened in the school? He became like somebody who was in form three or form four. Yeah. Why is he once more? He doesn't go. When he says that, no, he, he just moves on. Because you are, you are even my small boys. I'm strong. I'm bigger. I, I'll hold you by your shirt and I'll lift you. You now, you'll see. You say, one small boy, which is the small boy here? You or me, who is the small boy? And as I look at him, I understood the importance of strength. Strength has delivered him from harassment. Strength had made him free from things which we were not free from. We were not free from those problems because we were not that strong. We were little, little boys. Small, small boy, 11 years old, 10 years, 11 years old, come to secondary school from one, being harassed by grown-ups. But he was mature. He could be a father. When you become strong, spiritually, there are a whole lot of things that are worrying you that look like they can never go away. But I tell you, as you get strong, they will drop off. One day you'll be sitting and say, you know, this problem is a long time since I thought about it. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. One day I was praying about the problem. God told me one day you will remember suddenly that it's gone. Receive it in Jesus' name. I pray in the year 2007, as you get wilder, you will look the same physically. But as you get wilder in the spirit, certain things will just drop off. You won't bind. You won't fast. You won't pray even about it. It will go. I promise you. This my guy, he didn't pray about those guys. He didn't say anything. He just did not comply. And the guys were afraid of him. They also left. Said, we treat you as a from five boy. One day I had a house help. A new boy. I don't know which town he came from. I think somewhere in the eastern region. He came to the house to be a house help. He slept in the room. This was around 1993. One day, he got up in the morning. He said, I cannot stay here. I cannot stay here. The demons that were in him could not stay there. There was fire there. But what did he say? He said, there's so much light. That's what he said. There's so much light. I cannot stay here. He packed his possessions. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I bear? May there be a light in your house from today. I said, may there be a shining bright light so that when demons and other powers are coming to kill you and affect your life God's power will drive them away in the name of Jesus no prophet has to come to your house to sprinkle incense there, you be strong in the Lord, everything is going to be different 
as you yourself. Don't, don't depend on me. I don't depend on people's prayers. I depend on my own prayers. You to be strong in the Lord and pray. God's blessing, God's power will be so. There's so much light. Tell somebody there's so much light. So much light. So much light. May there be light in your house. Stand to your feet, everybody. All right. Lift your hands to the Lord. Father, we thank you for your blessing today. Begin to pray in the spirit. Some of you have not prayed in tongues for some time. Open your mouth and call on God. Manda satalibo kandeleme. Shebalama sebe. Kulil kalamosi talem beri malando. In the name of Jesus. Mama kandolime keberisto lomoshida. Mekata pulada sembeli tendele. Rambal banigo sepele. Sheta kaya kula kiba rombo sandeli bakade. Oh God, oh God, oh God. Man, the sito la man, the kida la mamande. Hey, mamo shanda la makabana la Pray in the spirit. Makakaka, kutusa, keke, tutu, talaba, mekete, kodo, kula, masse, tindo, mende, shinde, kebele, croste, pelido, palares, mombala la mamande, monde, sita, leberimba, lambo, shendele. In the name of Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for your healing, Lord. Thank you for your power, Lord. Thank you for your anointing, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord. Oh, God, 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 oh, thank you for your blessing in the name of Jesus Father thank you for your anointing your power and your spirit put your hand on your belly pray in the Holy Ghost right now say Lord let the river flow out of my belly Bible say out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water Rakatala Mashonda Leberele Sundelebe Kita Malandelebe, Medelebe Sandalida, Kelemola, Shandalababa, Berelebe, Sandolomora, Rebele Ketala, Bandolebe, Rebelat, Seboloko, Tebelene, Panelede, Rosebele, Tulebe, Berele, Shibele, Berele, Rodolo, Sebele, 
Oh, Frida is the 
Pray, cry out to God. Cry out to God, my friend. Cry out. In the spirit, you are speaking to God. Yes, Lord. Now lay hands on your head. God is giving you an impartation. My God, my God. Anoint your children, oh God. Mandu kana manandoro, reme delebe, balonde dese manande, kambalada bandalava, shiba katala balole, reme dele masando lebe, my God, my God, my God, kandola mari lebe, mandola balori lebe, masasa kataba, pekatala maya, labakata balobole, parashata, balele kebele, God is filling you, God is anointing you, God is giving you an impartation, to serve him, to do his will, parakasube, God is strengthening you, Thank you for filling us. Thank you for anointing us. Now lift your hand and thank God. Lift your hand and thank God for His grace, His help, His strength for your life. You can do it. You can obey God. You can serve Him. You can do His will. Manakalu, Shikavala, Mikatola, we can do your will we can obey you God we can serve you we can run the race we can finish our course we can do what you call us to do Lord we can obey you oh God Oh, yes. Thank you, Jesus. Holy, holy, Lord, you are worthy. And I'm honored to sing your praise. King of glory, God. 
your name. Lift your hands, hallowed be your name. say, Lord, I want to serve you. Lord, I want to be spiritual. Lord, I want to follow you. Lord, help me. Help me this year, Lord. I want to be closer to you. Lord, I want you to be my strength. I want there to be light in my life. Lord, I want you to be my light, my salvation, my strength. God, I don't want to be far from you. Lord, I don't want to be far from you. I don't want to be somebody who is far away. Lord, I want to be close to you this year. Lord, I'm coming to you, Lord. Lord, cover me with your love. Lord, have mercy. Lord, give me your grace. Lord, I want to speak in tongues. I want to pray. I want to do all these things they are talking about. Lord, help me. Lord, give me grace. Give me strength, Lord. I'm going, Lord, all the way. I'm serving you, Jesus. I'm going to do your will, O God. Oh, my God, my God, my God. Father, we thank you. Hallowed be your name. Hallowed be your name. Hallowed be your name. Hallowed be your name. Lord and Majesty, divine authority. Father, thank you for this opportunity to worship you here. Thank you for your blessing, Lord, to serve you. Thank you that this year and the years ahead, we're going to find ourselves closer. Like David said, one thing have I desired, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord, to behold his beauty, to inquire in his temple. Thank you. Build us up, Lord. Help us and strengthen us yes. as we give ourselves to yes. follow you. Yes. We thank you in Jesus' name. And everyone shouted, Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Hallelujah. Now, 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 now. Just close your eyes for one moment, please. You want to give your life to Jesus. You want your sins to be washed by his 
precious blood. What blood? What precious blood that is? Blood that can wash you, wash away your sins, cleanse everything about you. Today, I don't know who you are. Maybe somebody invited you to church, but you know, you know as well as God knows that you are far from God. Today, he wants to set you free, make you a new person. If you are here today, you want to be a new person, a new creature. You want your sins to be washed away. The evil in your life to be cleansed with the blood of Jesus. You want to become a new person. You want to say, Pastor, please help me. I want my sins to be washed. I want to become a new person. I want to take Jesus into my life. I want my life to be changed forever. I don't know who you are. Maybe you've come to church before. Maybe this is your first time. Maybe you've been coming. But today is a special day. And you want God to make that change in your life. You want your sins to be washed by his precious blood. What can wash away your sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make you whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. As you hear the sound of my voice, if you are here today, and you want this, what I'm talking about. You want to be new. You want to be new. You want to be new. You want to be washed by his blood. Set free. You want to be a new person. You want to be born again. Whoever you are, wherever you are standing, just lift up your right hand. And I'm going to pray with you. Just your right hand. Lift it up high. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I see all your hands. Lift it up high. God bless you. 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 Wonderful. Lift it up high. Thank you. If you've lifted your hand, I want you to just come to me come from where you're standing. Just walk towards me right here. God bless you. God, oh, encourage them. Come, wherever you are, you lifted your hand. Just come. I'm also coming down. I'm also coming downstairs. I want to pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, my brother, God bless you. You're welcome. You're welcome, my brother. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Clap for them. Encourage them. You're welcome. Oh, wonderful. Many young men are giving their life to God. You, you are going to be clean. You are going to be clean today by the blood of Jesus. Blue Omo cannot wash away your sins, but the blood of Jesus can wash away your sin. Please, if you are still standing there, you want to join them, come now. This is your last chance. Rush to the front quickly before we close this prayer. This is your chance to have a new life, to be new, to be washed by the blood of Jesus. If you are coming, come now. Let's pray. Close your eyes. All of you in front, close your eyes and lift your hands and pray with me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. I realize that I am a sinner. I realize that I'm far from God. Oh God. Oh God. Please have mercy on me. Please have mercy on me. Please forgive me. Please wash me. Please wash me. In the blood of Jesus. In the blood of Jesus. Today. Today. I receive the blood. I receive the blood. I receive the blood of Jesus. I receive the blood. To wash me. To wash me. To cleanse me. To cleanse me. From all my sins. From all my sins. I receive it. I receive. I receive Jesus. I receive Jesus. As my savior. As my savior. As my lord. As my lord. And from today. I give my heart. I give my heart. And my soul. And my soul. To Jesus Christ. To Jesus Christ. Oh God. Oh God. Come into my life. Make me a new person. From today, I belong to you. Oh God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For blessing me. For blessing me. And saving me today. Please write my name. Please write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. 
God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.